Chuckles, and a podcast for the curious. Here, Rob and Lloyd attempt to teach you something new every week, and invariably <laughs> fall short. Over to you, gentlemen. Hi, Rob. Got him. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have breathed in. I thought I would signal to both of us that this was commencing. And you just Only that- breathe out. <laughs> Hi, Lloyd. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm wonderful. That I know be- for a fact to be a massive lie. <laughs> I'm so frazzled. So frazzled that... Should I give it a bridged version of my frazzle story? Yeah, give us the 10 second lowdown. Uh, an hour before recording, my wife asked me if I was ready, and she reminded me that I'd actually forgotten to do all of my research for this whole episode. And so in the process of rushing to research while cooking potatoes, I poured boiling water on my foot, causing it to blister, uh, and then did my research and showed up here while eating dinner as we started. And he sounded, and frazzle s- sounded so calm. Frazzle has apparently continued. Frazzle, 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 frazzle. Uh, that's great. We are, this is Lloyd, this, we are, and it is. This is episode... <laughs> it's not going to take that long. Uh, it's episode 10 of Giggle Mugs Season 5 Slash 2. Uh, and it's a momentous occasion, Lloyd. It's the 50th episode. Uh, it's episode 10 of Season 5. Uh, it is episode 20 of Giggle Mugs. 50 of us as business partners doing podcasts. <laughs> uh, I'm already lost. And what are we celebrating today, Lloyd? On episode 10, the special. Well, other than us... I mean, of course, um, I celebrate us every day. I believe we're talking about senior race day. And, and from my research, that is old people uh, running laps around a field. That's what I Damn it, Lloyd. I had that joke written down for later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's great. Uh, it's the Isle of Man TT, which is tourist trophy, senior race day bank holiday, which is held... Oddly enough, on the Isle of Man. We're banking We're banking this episode. So it comes out pretty close to the Isle of Man TT Senior Race Day, which is the goal. Uh, but we're recording yep. it on April 30th, a momentous day of all time. It is. It is the anniversary of when the world started going downhill. <laughs> hey, Hitler. No, it's my birthday and you haven't said it yet. And that's why I'm deeply crushed. Uh, well, actually, it's not your birthday here. so. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> oh, it says April 29th and I don't care enough about you to think about time zones so it's fine we'll push through uh, happy and birthday it- Robert Thanks. I said with all the energy I can muster <laughs> happy frazzle day happy happy birthday something something birthday I forget the words to that happy birthday song might cut that I didn't want to sing the regular <laughs> one I'm too, I'm too old for that yeah I don't even remember what it goes like Shut up. Uh, it's Isle of Man TTC Rooster. It's episode 10. Lloyd's frazzled. Rob's birthday. What are you drinking today? Oh, oh shit. Wait, I had this ready to go. Ready? This is oh, it's an ad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd already opened his beer, and I know that for a fact. We're oh. not sponsored by Liberty Mutual, but here we go. It's there like. Yeah, that was me opening my beer. It's almost. Close enough, uh, but it's not. Robert, as if a symptom of my frazzle, there's no Guinness in my house, so I'm drinking a canned Corona. Ah, look, worse things have happened. It could have been a Bud Light Lime. (laughs) Yeah, 
genuinely straight up worst things could have happened uh well yeah. look i'm sorry it's i mean this is this is the season we lose our guinness sponsorship but yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> don't say that what are you drinking bring it bring it home bring it back take it home take me home take me home rob i'm yours <laughs> well because it's was ex- that pre-recorded no that was a genuine cane <laughs> as you could tell because it's the episode 10 celebration it is my am and a lot of the season i've avoided doing anything dangerous in the am but it's my birthday mm-hmm. uh it's episode 10 and i do whatever i want so today i have a coastal sunshine fruited sour ale with red grapefruit pineapple and pink dragon fruit and that sounds delightful sounds like that me dropping it on the keyboard <laughs> sounds like doesn't sound like anything i can hear i can hear a slight bubbling uh well i guess it's lots of thick bitch rob does love a syrupy sour yeah it's one of those or for breakfast i i do it's very red or pink i guess hit me with the tasting notes Ooh, mm-hmm. it's got bitterness from the from the grapefruit i don't know what dragon fruit tastes like and it tastes like pine. It tastes exactly as described. And wow. it is far too many drinks for 8 a.m. Hit me with the ABV, baby. Uh, I just assumed that. I can't find it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just juice. Uh, it's not alcoholic. 6%. Oh, manageable. Let us kick right on, Lloyd. How far are we apart from all the stuff in your very Between. frazzled, just completed <laughs> research? <laughs> Between us, Rob, there are... Nine million thirty one thousand four hundred point nine six six one eight BMW S one thousand RRs. Ah, uh, they. Yeah, okay, that's a lot of bikes. Are they the ones yeah. with the engine that sticks out sideways? Are they in that series of BMW? I don't know. Let's Google it. BMW. What did I say? S one thousand. Ah, it's one. Of, it's one of them big boys. Ah, uh, it's like a proper racing bike. Yeah, it's not. Oh wow, it's very beautiful. I like it when they put the BMW colors on it. I like that a lot. Uh, that is is relevant, not just because this is a motorcycle race, but that particular bike currently holds the fastest outright lap record around the Isle of Man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's not actually around the Isle of Man, though, is it? Around the Isle of Man race. That would be a Need wet a bike. Need a dick. <laughs> That's a lot of bicycles. Uh, just before we go on that, I want to tell you another thing related to my birthday because... It's important, I guess. I opened up Google and there was a doodle, Google Doodle, upon there. Of you? Like, uh, can you imagine? No, you're the Google like, Doodle. That guy looks familiar. I've Maybe. been emailing them for years and they haven't responded. <laughs> you wouldn't do that for me. It's the 29th. You don't even care. Um, <laughs> and it was it was like a picture of a famous person. So I opened it. I was like, maybe I share a birthday with a famous person. Could talk about it on the podcast. Says today's doodle is Alan Rickman. I didn't quite recognize the doodle version of him, but it is. It says oh. it's Alan Rickman's 76th birthday. And I was like, oh, that's cool. We share a birthday. And then I opened it up and it was like, Alan Rickman, born 21st February 1946. <laughs> and I, d- I don't understand. Uh, let me click on the learn more. Yeah, it does say celebrating Alan Rickman. Um. Uh... It's a really stupid fucking thing they've they've chosen. What is it? Uh, hold on. On this day in 1987, Rickman performed in Les Liaisons Dangerouses in French, a Broadway play that it was instrumental in launching his career. So not even his first play, it was just one that helped on this day. Why do they call it his birthday then? So stupid. Yeah, and then at the very end of it, it says, Happy birthday, Alan Rickman. 
What? Fuck you, Fucking Google. Idiots. Fuck Google. Yeah, we're better than you. <laughs> we're so who's, rich. Who's 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 a Google rival? I I use um. I use uh, uh, Ask Jeeves. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Do you remember that? I used oh, to remember in, in like middle school, if we were doing uh, research for some stupid project, I would Google it. And if I didn't get the answer I wanted, I'd go to Yahoo, try it again, get a ping, <laughs> try again. So stupid. Um, remember how episode nine was a high performance episode? Yeah. We are, the- we are off to a poor start. <laughs> that did not last. Well, it's, it's your birthday. I'm frazzled. Um, this is fine. It's yeah. special. We do whatever we want. And you have to deal with it. So suck it. Let's talk about the Isle of Man. So yeah. we are 9 million motorbikes apart. And that's, I suppose, obviously relevant because the Isle of Man... Ah, we haven't even said that yet. The Isle of Man TT Senior Race Day is a motorbike race. It is indeed. Should we do a little lowdown on, on, on the race itself? Or should we just jump right into unrelated facts? Um, I don't really have much stuff on the race itself. I've oh. got some, some like adjacent race stuff. Let's do... Let's do... Let's, let's talk about... Let's... Yeah, we've definitely planned this really, really, really well. We're going to skip the mid-segment. We're going to talk about TT Senior Race Day and all things related to it now. And then we're going to do our facts. It's how the th- it's how the show works. Yeah, it's always been like that, people. Yeah, Let's go. God, if you don't like it, write us an email because, man, we don't get a lot of those. <laughs> no, we don't. In fact, uh, someone someone said to me uh, this weekend that they... I guess it wasn't a complaint. I don't want to hear it then. Was it a complaint? Uh guess it was a was it a criticism i don't know they said that they felt awkward listening to the podcast because they wanted to chime in so you know what i'm gonna leave leave a five second gap i'm gonna say what's your favorite thing about the moto gp well that was a stupid fucking thing to say it's the worst point anyone's ever made get the fuck out of here yeah this is why we don't include you you're so bad at this god embarrassing i'm sorry that i even brought that up that's fine we'll cut it out (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, to, to be honest, it sounds like a lame excuse. It sounds almost on par of your parents. Oh yeah, we, we listen to random episodes. No, in in her defence, she is one of our biggest supporters. Oh um, well, thanks very much then. <laughs> per, per chance, glancing at her phone, I saw that Giggle Mugs was open on her Spotify. So nice. Yeah. Don't don't uh, try us. and include yourself in the conversation, but keep listening. And spread spread the word. Shut up. TT Senior Race Day. It's the Isle of Man Senior Tourist Trophy Motorcycle Race. It used to be the British GP for a while. In oh, the, I didn't know that. In the genuine motorcycle... We're going to dive... No, no, I'll come back to that. I got, I, got, I got so much info. I had a great time reading about this. Yeah, it was fun. So that, that's where I had written my joke about old people... Uh, walking. Sorry. I said something about cute egg and spoon races as well. Oh, yeah, so that would have ch- been cute. Chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Uh, it's not that though. It's fast bikes and chaos. Uh, so much chaos. And why are we celebrating this, Lloyd? Because you love motorbikes. And we love men. <laughs> that, yeah. Because yeah, of Isle of Man. Do you get it? Another joke. Man, we're on a roll. That's two for two already. Amazing. Uh, oh, and it happens to be a conveniently placed holiday around the time that this episode drops. Amazing. Yeah, it was like this or Bulgarian Literature Day, so it was really oh, a big contest. And I even read about that one. It was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> so we love motorbikes and we love men. Here we go. Uh, the race festival is traditionally held over the last week in May and the first week in June, so bang on time, uh, with the main event being the Senior TT 
on the Friday of race week, which is not geriatric people riding motorbikes around a mountain course. <laughs> which would be hilarious. Oh, it'd be terrible. And uh, more dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so the senior TT is like the, it's like the, they called it the blue riband event. And I looked that up and riband didn't mean what I thought it might mean. But it's like, it's the main event is the senior category and they have a bunch of other different race categories. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also um, car racing as well. It's like a whole thing. Uh, and the day of the senior TT is declared a bank holiday on the Isle of Man. So everyone can go watch. And presumably yeah, they then love get, motorsports. Yeah. And presumably then just get totally fucked up at the pub afterwards. One would assume so. Yeah. Like, so, it, like any other day. Yeah. So this year's senior race day, and we've obviously been watching all the lead, the lead up events. Uh, we know it well. Is in a couple of days and it's Friday, June 9. So we totally nailed the timing this year this season we're pretty whatever. good at that uh and at various other times some of the other categories in the race have been the junior tt where toddlers ride motorbikes around a mountain course <laughs> <laughs> the super bike tt the super stock tt the lightweight tt the sidecar tt which is pretty cool mm. uh tt zero which is electric and the ultra lightweight tt cool which is very cool lots of different races it'd be, it'd be like a fun week i reckon to be there just loads of loud motorbikes sure. zooming around a course it was Couple first. people might die. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest, yes, <laughs> we're getting <Yeah>. to that. <laughs> uh, let, let me finish the, the stats and then you can come up. First held in 1907, and it's been annual since then, excluding the two world wars, which I guess is fair enough. Uh, a major foot and mouth outbreak in 2001, which limited travel and in the mm-hmm. UK. And obviously COVID in 2020 and 2021. Otherwise, it's been on every year. And it's, there's been a few different courses, but the most famous one is the one they do now every year, which is the 37 and three quarter mile mountain course, which seems like a bit specific. Just go to 38, just make it a little bit longer. Yeah, they just push it back a bit. Yeah. Uh, and if you win the senior TT, you get the prestigious and very silly named Marquis de Musilli St. Mars Trophy. There's a better name for it than that. Is that though? What would, all right, that's what it's called now. What would you call it? What's the what's the trophy for the winner? Uh, the danger trophy. <laughs> danger stick. Motor, <laughs> motorcycle. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's tough. Loads of motorbike. I don't do, danger I, stick. <laughs> I don't think they were organizing this though, and they went, "All right, we need a trophy name. You go. Five seconds. Go. <laughs> that's it. We're using that forever." <laughs> Imagine coming up with that. That's actually quite good. Oh, the the, yeah, the Marquis du Mazzilli Mars trophy. <laughs> You just yeah, read someone's name badge. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's the guy that was the president of the Auto Cycle Club at the time uh, donated the trophy and so they named it after him. And his name was Wankily Joseph and he was the Marquis of Demu. I guess that part's not wanky. His name was Joseph. <laughs> it was Joseph. His what title, a wanky name. His title was the Marquis du Misili St. Mars, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, shit name. Uh, yeah, what's an the, autocycle? I never heard that before. I guess it's ye olde words for motorbike, like an yeah. autocycle. But it was he was president of the Fédération Internationale de Motorcyclism. Bloody French. They got their fingers and everything. Yeah. So quite impressive trophies. 108 centimeters tall, weighs 23.7 kilos, and is like a beautiful statue of something. They, is this one of those trophies where you just get your name carved on it and you got to give it back? Yeah, I, re- I read a little bit about it. Apparently, it's under tight security. And mm. the winner gets to hang out with it for like five minutes on the day. And then they're allowed to like organize. And then it gets taken away and locked up. And then they're allowed to go and like go back and see it 
uh, in that year and I don't know, take photos or show it to people and stuff, but it has to stay on the Isle of Man locked up. Has its own yeah. security guards. Like wow. there's people contracted to do sec- security for the trophy. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Like it. What's oh. it made of? Is it actually valuable or is it just I actually didn't check the- what it's made of, but apparently it is valuable. According to big mm. fans of the race, the trophy is priceless, of course. But according to yeah. insurance companies, it's not priceless. It has a price. Uh, not knowing what it's made of, but knowing that it's impressive and it's got its own security. How much do you think it's worth, Lloyd? Insurance-wise, uh, not insurance sentimentality-wise. Okay. <laughs> well, they're pretty strict with the security and it doesn't leave the island. I'm going to throw out a 50 grand. Wow, you suck. It's insured for 1.5 million Great British Prounds. 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 <laughs> Great British Prounds. My first guess was going to be 250K, and I was like, no, nah, that's ridiculous. It's just a trophy. 1.5 that's a million. Lot. It's crazy. It's well, bonkers. I guess it would be a good trophy because the race, as you alluded to, is wildly dangerous. It is. It is so dangerous. Tell me more about that. Uh, I actually found a source that said the race started in 1911, but you said they changed the course. Maybe this is when the new course started or something. Maybe. I, I like, I'm 100% sure it's 1907. I mean, I did this research just now. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. You suck. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but 265 races have died. That is correct. Like, it's a it's couple every year. It's actually 266 now. Oh, someone died this year? No, not this year, but I think last year you missed one. Your stats were from not 2022. So not including this year, 266 people have died. Apparently, 1982 is the only year where no one died. I I thought about checking that, and I was scrolling through, and I was like, there's pretty much one every year, which is crazy. So It just popped up. I didn't look for it. 2022 was the, the triumphant return of the TT after two years of COVID. And it was also the most uh, fatal since 1989. Oof. So six people died in 2022. And in 1989, That's... eight people died. So you you mentioned that it used to be the British GP, but yeah. it is still a professional. It's So the difference is it's a professional race now. It was the British GP, not since its inception, but like maybe the 30s or something. And it, in 1972... A famous Italian rider, Gil- Gilberto Parlotti, died in a TT. And following this, a bunch of the other riders were like significant riders on the circuit at that time, boycotted the event because they were like, mm. this is ridiculous. So many people die at it. Uh, and that ultimately led to it losing its status as the official British Grand Prix in 1977, which makes it no longer a world championship status race. Um, and oh, yeah, the difference is the GP people pl- uh, riding for teams are like contracted and have to race in it. And it counts towards points for the, yeah, the yeah, world yeah. championship. Yeah, but okay. now it's a purely volunteer race. Like it's a race, a passion race. People do it because they love the Isle of Man GT. That's G- interesting because G- I... TT, GT, GT, TT. I always had the, the story about Valentino Rossi doesn't race it because it's too dangerous. But... It makes sense if it's not even worth points. Yeah, so it doesn't. Like he's not doesn't, he doesn't contribute. The, now it's just like yeah. its own thing. People love it because, like, they, yeah, they love motorsport on the Isle of Man, and it's got such strong like tradition behind it. Uh, and I think it's officially now the fastest road race in the world, even though it's not an official championship race. I have the record average speed for a lap. So keep and in if mind- people if people don't know what the Isle of Man is, Google it and look at the roads. It is a quaint. British countryside. I use the word roads. quaint. Yeah. yeah. Small roads. It's a mountain circuit. It's 
England, so it's probably wet and damp all the time. The average speed, the record, is 217 kilometers an hour. It's so fast. That's ridiculous. So that's like... Yeah. Uh, I actually have a solution for people to stop dying. Just go a little bit slower. Yeah, but fun. the prestige, Lloyd, of the St. Muzili Maz St. Trophy Mega Maki. Yeah. Gotta go fast. Yeah, I would that. like to. I would like to ride around this track just at my own sedate pace on yeah. a non-race day. Maybe like twenty k's an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, so dangerous, but people still love doing it and love going to watch it. And I think in the twenty twenty two one, there were these articles that were like, "Oh my god, ban the TT for all these people that are dying," and like a bunch of racers responded, being like, "Hey, we 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 just we decided this." <laughs> we, it's fully volunteer yeah fully volunteer we love like this is our passion we love the course we love the race and like and it's accepted that people die and it's all all voluntary do you know what the prize money is for the the big the big race i don't do you you want yeah do you want to hazard oh, a guess oh yes 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 uh you get to sell the trophy for what it's worth to the insurance <laughs> uh i reckon the prize money for the senior tt is can't be that much 75k 18k wow yeah so it's not a lot at all which just not even is a like, lot even close to a lot lends further credence to that they just do it because they want to it's not like anyone's pressured into it because they need the money they just they love doing it yeah uh i mentioned valentino rossi i've got okay. a couple things on him because he was the only motorbike racer i could name and i'm sure that's the same for a lot of people uh, but I, I read about a fellow called Joey Dunlop. You ever hear of Joey? Mm, I've heard of Dunlop. <clears throat> William Joseph Joey Dunlop uh, <laughs> is basically like the Isle of Man god. Is he? He won it 26 times. No, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot. And uh, amazingly and randomly, he's from Northern Ireland. In 1996, he got an OBE for his humanitarian work with Romanian orphanages. Oh, And he couldn't hero. find out why. But well, because he helps them random- probably. No, I know that he helped him, but I don't know why he chose Romanian orphanages. But great work, OB. Uh, hero. What, a, what a hero. Uh, he was, in 2015, voted the greatest Northern Irish athlete in history, which is pretty cool. For riding motorbikes. Yeah, apparently. So they have, they have he... no real athletes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People that can do physical things. Uh, apparently, oh, he's no. like super humble, like just like being at the pub and being out of the limelight and was obsessed with motorbikes and going fast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and in a classic Giggle Mugs trope, he once survived a shipwreck. (laughs) (laughs) With pirates? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it was rough currents. Uh, That is is classic. Um, Should we... So that's that's this... Unless you got anything else, that's the senior TT race day. Do you want to talk about Valentino Rossi here or later? Uh, I can talk about him here because it's not really... There's no format to this special. Shut up and listen to our wonderful dulcet tones. Talk you through the rest of whatever this is. (laughs) Uh, have you had you heard of Valentino Rossi before researching this? Yeah, I think I thought he was like an opera singer. Fair enough. No, uh, that's um, shit. What's uh, that guy's name? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I I I know the name, but I don't know much about uh, MotoGP. I I know nothing, and I think it's telling that 
even you recognize his name and I know who he was. He's, I mean, I think Casey Stoner, we know him because he's Australian, right? Uh, same, same deal. Thought he was an opera singer. <laughs> 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 Not true. I, I know the name, no idea about. Uh, well, Valentino Rossi is, is arguably, but also not really arguably the best MotoGP racer in history. You say not really arguably he, because he 100% is? Like, it's a total fact. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, it's like, it's Zero like argument fact. required. <laughs> but, you know, Wikipedia has to say, like, okay. some people think he is. It's like, nah, he is. Uh, he won nine world championships, mm. um, which is not like winning nine races. It means over the course yeah. of nine separate seasons, he won majority of the races. It's a huge mm. achievement. Yeah. He started 372 races, and he was on the podium for 199 of them. Whoa. Which is ridiculous, including 89 wins. How can you be so good? Unbelievably good. And I think what is most telling about his success and his position as the MotoGP king is that, one, we recognize his name in a sport of which I've never, ever watched a single race. And two, his estimated net worth is $200 million. Whoa. And I don't think that that's prize money i think that's just like fame and sponsorships and just being a bowler yeah definitely yeah man yeah. i don't think i like like i watch f1 now because it was a show you know what if they did ride to survive not drive to survive if they did ride to yeah. survive i'd probably get into it yeah but like moto gp racing scares the shit out of me it's terrifying so scary like in a car i know they can flip and explode and stuff as well but because of the speed they got a roll cage yeah motorbike like you see them come off and they, they must just, be, they bounce. <laughs> yeah. They roll, baby, they roll. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, Terry Jeffords? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Old doe. What else you got Old on day. Valentino? That was it. That was just a little, little brief. I uh, wanted to just mention him because I think being the best of all time at something is cool. Yeah, friend of the podcast. Welcome anytime. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Is he, he's got to be Italian. <laughs> yeah, he's very Italian. Probably speaks English though, right? Valentino Rossi from Belfast, actually. <laughs> Say Valentino Rossi in an Irish accent. Oh, that's tough. Right? I, I'm from Ireland. Ireland, potatoes. Valentino Rossi. Yeah, it doesn't really sound right. Uh, I'd be into it, though. All right. Um, how do we do the podcast? Uh, what's your, your fact again? Was that it? Ask me what it, I learned. You know how to do this. Stop being so frazzled. Uh, what did you... What? Sorry, that's not helping. <laughs> oh, really? That doesn't assist. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did What did you learn, Rob? This week, Lloyd. Apart from learning about all wonderful things about the Isle of Man Senior TT race, this week I learned that the Isle of Man, as you mentioned before, is a quaint island located between England and Ireland, has been self-governed since 979 AD, and is the UK's closest tax evasion and offshore banking haven. Yeah, the first part of that fact was really cool. You don't like tax evasion and offshore banking havens? Not not until it benefits me. Until then, I am fully against it. Cool. Once it starts benefiting me, you'll notice a slight change in my opinion. Okay, that's excited. Um, do you want to do a fun uh, history game where you play a part but don't actually play a part? That's uh, my ideal way of playing a part. Perfect. In so any to, situation. To really dig in, to really dive right into this, Lloyd. We need an, a deeply extended backstory before I tell you about anything that I actually learned. So, <laughs> I need you to ask me the classic storytelling pieces of who, what, where, when... No, that's not right. Who, who... Who, what, where, when, and why? Who, what, where, when, and how. Why um. would have helped my research a lot more. I used how instead. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, I don't know, you pick the order, uh, and we'll do it in the style of the bridge keeper from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. What is your favorite color? Yeah. Uh, got it? You, you know your part? All right, take it away, you mangy cripple. Oh, I should probably tell you. Uh, but we're going to ask... I don't like, know what question. Who, I'm so overwhelmed. Who, like what, when, where, scared. how is... But who is the Isle of Man, etc. but in the voice? Okay. Take it away, you mangy cripple. I just want to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> really hurting my feelings today. Uh, who... <laughs> is the Isle of Man. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks, Lloyd. Uh, I started crafting this highly comedic and yet deeply informative mid-segment with what and where. And then I mm. realized that we need to go backwards and do who to make mm. the whole narrative thing work. So I have no funny answers to this one, but just correct answers. Good. Sometimes we don't even have those. Sometimes we don't. Even, so this could be wrong. Charles III is currently <laughs> the head of state of the Isle of Man. Who? Uh, which also comes with the silly old title of the Lord of Man. <laughs> he is represented on the aisle by His Excellency, the Lieutenant Governor Sir John Lorimer, KCB, DSO, MBE, obviously. Well, hell of a title. I don't know what KCB stands for. Killed <laughs> cunts in battle. Nope, it's not it. <laughs> <laughs> DSO, oh, you cover that one? Um... Dick sucked often. <laughs> Member of the British Empire. <laughs> it's His Excellency, the Lieutenant Governor Sir John. <laughs> Sorry, Lauren. I'm not picturing a picture them before the king, the two of them, two different guys, and he's like, "Ah, you, you killed many in battle. It's fantastic." And you, you, yeah, <laughs> really getting it on. You, yeah, we'll have a title for you too. So Charles III is represented in governing circles on the Isle of Man by. His Excellency, the Lieutenant Governor Sir John Lorimer, kill cunts in battle, dicks up often, member of the <laughs> British Empire. Obviously. John, you say John Lorimer? Sir John Lorimer? Yes. Without the, the dick sucking and killing, it's quite a strong name. Like Sir, Sir John, John Lorimer. Lorimer. Mm. Yeah, he wears a silly hat with lots of feathers, though. So. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. I can't wait. Yeah, actually, he, he did in the one photo that I saw. So actually, 100% of the time, he wears a silly hat with feathers. Sir John Lorimer. Funny hat, funny hat, funny hat. Oh, no, he looks super serious and military in all these pictures. Ah, funny hat. Got him! (laughs) (laughs) It's even more ridiculous than I thought. Uh, While we're on who... He has so many medals, sorry. Yeah, I bet he hasn't even done anything that good, though. No, doubt it. Doubt it. podcast. Yeah, kill him. Uh, While we're on who... People and things and stuff from the Isle of Man are called Manx. Like M-A-N-X. Like if you were to say, oh, oh that's an English dog. Or that's a, that, that, like, it's a Manx thing. Interesting. Yeah. Because so people like, from Manchester are called Manx as well. Are they? See. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Next question. Not, not that interesting, but just a thing. <laughs> <laughs> just a thing. Uh... What is the Isle of Man? Thanks for asking. The Isle of Man is a small island made entirely of naked men piled in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (coughs) Got him. (laughs) It's in (laughs) (laughs) mid-gulp. Incorrect. It is a British island territory. On quick search, there appears to be vast debate about the difference between an isle and an island. 
with some saying they mean the same shit but have different roots, Latin or Germanic, and others just saying that island is for larger land masses surrounded by water, where isle is for smaller land masses, often in groups surrounded by water, or just for when you're feeling a bit fancy. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Say I, whatever you want. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> using what we learned under who, the Manx name for the Isle of Man is Ellen Vannon. Oh. Which, unfortunately, in Manx uh, language, which is a kind of mix of Gaelic languages, it basically directly translates to Isle of Man, which is disappointing. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> doesn't is mean lame. anything fun. Uh, next question. When is the Isle of Man? Oh, okay, we're doing it that way. Uh, always and forever more in our hearts, Lloyd. <laughs> Woohoo! Incorrect. There is evidence of human habitation since 6500 BC. And Gaelic awesome. cultural influence began in the 5th century AD, when Irish missionaries from Ireland, I guess, settled there, and the Manx <laughs> language emerged, because they would have brought their Gaelic influences. It was cool. conquered by the rest conquered along with the rest of Mercia by King Edwin of Northumbria in 627 AD. And then in the 9th century, everyone's best friend, rapers and pillagers from the north, established the Thalassocratic Kingdom of the Isles, which included Those the Isle of rapers Man. and pillagers from the north. Yeah. Always, always getting, coming south. Always getting up in business around the UK. Those northerners. Mm. In the 13th century, the King of Norway sold the Isle of Man to Scotland, oddly enough, under something called the Treaty of Perth. Oh, how much for? Didn't check. It's not, yeah. a, it's not a guessing game. You have one part, Lloyd. Stay out of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it then alternated between Scottish and English rule until it firmly came under the English crown in 1399. And there's a bunch of weird, silly, boring, complicated UK feudal history. And then somewhere along the way, it basically turned into what it is now, which is a self-governing crown dependency, which we will talk about very soon. Next question. Is this, am I, Q? Q. Q question. Where is the Isle of Man? In the ocean, you asshole. <laughs> you told me to ask it <laughs> got him incorrect well not incorrect <laughs> but more information it is off the west coast of the uk about halfway up a stone's throw from the lake district pleasingly and according to facts also i checked it's pretty much exactly halfway between uh the west coast of the uk and the east coast of northern ireland mm, that is satisfying I like yeah that. like you look at it on a map you're like hmm, that's pretty much in the middle which is cool uh, it's cool. I got no other funny things to say about where because it's it's pretty normal, pretty obvious, pretty regular question. You, you, you want you want how, right? Yeah. How is the Isle of Man? I called them up before and they're doing very well. Thanks very much for asking. <laughs> Tea and biscuits. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. You can't have any. You have to drink your beer and enjoy it. I'd much rather have tea and biscuits. Uh, it's how it is because of the history that I said in when i wasn't sure where to put that so i just i just plowed straight ahead uh so now it basically relies on the uk for defense and representation abroad and also the crown appears to be able to legislate whatever it wants there but they also just leave themselves alone leave the isle of man alone to self-govern but they could step in and do whatever they want cool that's 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 a, that's everyone's crash course in the isle of man what did I say I learned this week? 
it was self-governed or something? Oh, yeah. They've been self-governed since 979 AD, allegedly. Mm. Which would make it... (laughs) You have a conspiracy? No, (laughs) allegedly, because... uh, Okay, so their, like, government or parliament is called Tinwald. T-Y-N-W-A-L-D. And Tinwald itself claims to have started in 979 AD. But, like, formal evidence shows it to be later than that but i reckon it's probably gotcha. it's probably legit seems right yeah and if that's correct it would make it the oldest continuously governing body in the world i read that and that was really cool yeah for this teeny tiny little isle of <laughs> naked dudes in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> do we have to stay here <laughs> yes you're holding us up <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> so and tinwald was a Established as a governing body by the Vikings when they arrived, Ooh. which is pretty cool. And this is, I guess, partly s- part evidenced by the fact that some of the land divisions on the Isle were made, like known to be made around that time, and those like divisions still exist today, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's like, really cool. Council land divisions, much history. Indeed. So officially, the UK excludes the Isle of Man. So if you said the United Kingdom. You're not talking about the Isle of Man. Although oh. technically the Manx people are British citizens and are entitled to British passports. In a weird little twist, you can also they can request a regular British passport or they can get a British passport that says Isle of Man on the bottom. To you know, give them a bit of sense of independence. Like you go get them. Manxies. <laughs> Good on you, fella. Yeah. Um there's been some agreement signed in 2007 to like further develop the Manx identity internationally. And I couldn't find out exactly what has happened from this agreement, but it feels a bit like the big bad, like the big bad UK writing an official document that says, we're not going to touch your things and we're not going to go in your room unless you say that it's okay. <laughs> and then Isle of Man was like, cool. And then nothing changed. They just carry on doing all... It seems to exist like it existed before. Awesome. They're like, can we keep throwing motorcycles around as fast as we can pretty much yeah. like, i guess yeah can we stay here and keep doing our thing yes thanks cool uh and they don't seem to have an appetite to like go big and go international which i find is quite a nice contrast to Sealand. yes all they want to do is be international but everyone just thinks they're stupid yeah maybe they're trying too hard yeah maybe the isle of man should sell wildly expensive titles <laughs> god that was so dumb when i'm super rich i'm gonna buy you one uh, all right, do it. <laughs> so the second part of what I learned. Feel free to jump in at any point here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ramble through all these notes that I wrote. Ramble away. Ramble, ramble, ramble. Uh, it's because of this weird like, yeah, we're we're international. We're our own thing. But also, hey, UK, please do all the things for us. The Isle of Man is a tax haven. Uh, because they self-govern, they can set all of that stuff. So they have no capital gains tax, no wealth Ooh. tax, no stamp duty, no inheritance tax, and an absolute maximum income tax of 20%, which is also capped at £200,000. So if you're filthy rich, you, can, you can't be taxed more than £200,000, which is a lot to be taxed. But if you're like rich, 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 it's better than getting taxed yeah. 20, 30, 40% of your total. So is this like, there's there's some place, there's an address in like Oklahoma or something, some random, or Ohio or something, 
just one address and at this address there's like 20,000 businesses uh is supposedly really? at this address because the tax is so low Amazing. so i wonder if there's in the isle of man they're like oh yeah we've got like 90,000 businesses here it's but definitely just- it's definitely like that because the next point is they have no corporation tax and they keep uh, no public registries of corporate ownership wow which is as deep as we're going to get into tax words because i don't yes. know i barely know what that means <laughs> And I was a tax accountant for a year. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, because of all of that, hello, crime. Yay. Yay, crime. So, in more recent history, uh, this has become a superb place for tax evasion. So, instead of farming and fishing, the largest GNP, which I assume you know what that is, Lloyd. That's gross national... Penises. <laughs> hey, I wrote it down, but I wanted you to say it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> It's product, Lloyd. Gross national product. You know how, like, in Scotland they have haggis? That's the gross national product. And, like, in Sweden they have that rotten fish, the gross national product. And in Australia they have you, so that checks out. Oh! (laughs) Got it. Yeah, I'm into that. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Made me a little excited. Uh, The largest GNP in the Isle of Man with, like, 17% of the of it's basically like of the the money that is earned 17 percent is from like online insurance and 17 percent is from online gambling oh so they're like always shady yeah followed closely with nine percent of the gnp under ict which apparently it now involves a c so it's just like online stuff mm-hmm. guess suspicious what, guess what the c in it is uh crime <laughs> information. information technology and crime no it's ict lloyd oh ict information crime technology perfect Even better i thought you were gonna go rude there but that was wait let me get a let me get a better guess uh computer <laughs> information computer technology <laughs> <laughs> communication gotcha and i assume it, they had to expand it because social media or some shit it's like <laughs> yeah, information technology and also communications yeah. 9% of the GNP from those things that are often shady businesses. Uh, yeah, not always. Also, not Litigious always. people, but yeah. often. So apparently this like wave of online crime tax evasion stuff has led to a number of disproportionately high income jobs on this tiny rural island because hundreds of residents serve as... I haven't heard this term before, have you? Of straw men? No, I haven't. So apparently they're just like, they're chosen as, because I think you have to have a resident. They're like a local resident that's chosen as a director and shareholder of shell companies, which is like, like I said, there'd be hundreds and hundreds oh. of companies registered, but you can't read them. Uh, and these people just act as the, the people and they just get like a, a cut of the, of the dollar dues that are flowing in. Just for, just for living there. Pretty much. Cool. Uh, Apparently, also various Manx entities have been linked to money laundering for drug empires, money transfers for weapon sales, and also money transfers for looting of public treasuries of other nation states, i.e. Russia, and also funding of terrorism. (laughs) Hooray! Wow, this is not as quaint as we thought it was. Yeah, isn't it? It's crazy. Like, it's this beautiful... Like, you look, it's like classic UK rural, uh, beautiful coastline, rugged, uh, nice laneways hedgerows and all that quaint stuff and also loads of crime (laughs) interesting 
Mm. I, I I didn't. I, you said in your fact that it was a tax haven, and I didn't look into that because I just assumed you would. Uh, I, <laughs> I wouldn't did. have guessed that it was such a haven for crime. This little little part of the world. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Apparently, I read somewhere, but didn't read into it that the government has a plan. They've got a plan for fixing it. <laughs> and I was like, Bribes. Sure, you do. Maybe it's just tax stuff. Yeah, yeah. Simple solution. Figured it out. Uh, that's. I did. I got through all the words that I wrote down about about the thing that I learned, Lloyd. Excellent. I got I got a couple of things that happened in 979 AD. Oh shit! Yeah, I want that. Super boring year. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> the most exciting. Oh, the two two exciting ones that I found was obviously the Ten World Court was founded. Also, yeah, Brussels cool. was founded. The whole city. Yeah. Or the sprouts. <laughs> 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 Got Holy it. shit, what's that? <laughs> Write it down, quick history. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the city, yeah. Yeah, um, no, that's quite cool. I'm into that. That's and then a- there was a bunch of... We, we've done we've done this before where we look at dates and it's always just like some rebel uprising was crushed oh, yeah, and there was some, some war some peasants died <laughs> it's always so sad and then one really funny bit it i don't know if it'll tickle me, you as it did me um some fellow called louis in france was made co-emperor of the west <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of a co-emperor like with whom though who was the other co-emperor was he assistant was to the dad. regional co-emperor assistant, assistant to the co-emperor yeah <laughs> I think it was his dad. All right, son, it's time for you to be co-emperor. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's also How embarrassing. French, French though. Hi, yeah. I'm Louis. I'm the, co- the co-emperor. co-emperor. Uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. Nothing else happened um, in 979. Uh, just like a couple battles. The, the Byz- Byz- Byzantines? Byzantines? Oh, the Byzantines. Uh, they, they Byzantines. They quote-unquote crushed some rebels. That was what the website nice. said. Nice. Byzantine Empire some. was large. Yeah, it covered a fair amount of ground. Also, when I played Medieval Total War, I would choose... I, I made the Byzantine Empire pretty large as well one time. Oh. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what to add to that. <laughs> I was wondering what you would do with that. Uh, as I got expected. Some, some island some island stuff. Not I, the country, I, the... the uh, Island. Island stuff. Like, to do with islands or to do with the island of man? Islands in general. Uh... Why don't we do a stupid game where you give me an island fact and I'll give you an Isle of Man fact? All right, I'm in. Hit me up. Uh, I found the smallest inhabited island in the world. Ooh, can I guess? The size of it? I don't know. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you can guess the name, location, and size. Uh, <laughs> right, location. It's in the ocean. Size, pretty small. Name, tiny island. Uh, uh close on two of them nice um i don't think it's in the ocean i think it, it is in, in like an archipelago of sorts it's sort of it, it's in new york between new york and canada really um it's in a really cool you know what i'll save that that'll be my second island fact nice. the, the, the place it's in um it is 310 meters squared so That's quite small it's not a lot who lives there um so you you got that right and it's called just room enough island so you weren't far off on the name yeah either. genuinely closer it, than expected uh, a family bought it in the 50s and were like, I just want to put a house there and just like holiday there. So it's literally the house takes up the whole island and there's like some shrubs in a tree. Do they live there though? They go there on like weekends and holidays. Ooh, does that count as inhabited? All I thought though, looking at it, was like what the ocean has to rise like like an inch and yeah. the whole island's underwater. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah. All right, Isle of Man me. It sounds dirty. 
in a crazy turn of linguistics, Lloyd, the capital of the Isle of Man is Castletown because of the castle there. God, the Brits love that, don't they? Yeah, fucking wild. Uh, in true Gigamug style, I had to check out the castle itself. It is called Castle... Damn it. It's not going to translate. It looks like... It's called Castle Russian, but it's not Russians. <laughs> it's not like the Imperial Tsar's Castle Russian. It's R-U-A-R-U... Rush? You good? E-N. Gotcha. Rush, Russian. Uh, castle Russian. Like Russian around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's described... I looked up, I, I just put it into like Google and I clicked on the place description in Google Maps. And the first one was huge medieval castle with many stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's its best feature. <laughs> yeah. Super descriptive. Uh, it is an excellent looking castle though. Uh, and it's in uh, really good condition. I'll, and if, Google it. if motorbikes were motorbikes, Lloyd, it would be added to the tour list. I'm sure there's a boat that would take us across there. You, you didn't like that as castle much as I d- thought you might. Russian. I spelled Russian wrong. Oh, it came up. That is a castle. Yeah, right? It's just like, hey, there's a castle. Straight up, just a castle. It's probably because it was on the Isle of Man and everyone was like, meh, let's not trebuchet that bad boy. So that's a, it's a proper medieval castle. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. You didn't like my little, if motorbikes were motorbikes. No. Fair enough. Give me another (laughs) island fact. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed writing that one. (laughs) I'm sorry to let you down. I just wanted to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just room let, enough I, island. Sorry, I think I think I think I got to deliver it better, um, and maybe you'll get it. Yeah, let me try sending it. Maybe again. it's oh pretty, right now. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh yeah, it's a pretty dope <laughs> castle. Load. Really good condition. And if motorbikes were motorbikes, <laughs> it'd be on the list. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, dear. I, I feel better. It did. About that. I did. It did get me more excited about the concept of motorbikes. Just like your your excitement. Oh God! All right. Are we really doing this? Motorbikes? No, we can't even. You don't even uh, have a motorbike, son. Uh, wow! Wow! I'll just bring that up. That hurts. Yep. I did all this research on motorbikes. It was torture. Uh, <laughs> just room enough island is located in the Thousand Islands chain in New York. Oh yeah. Would Sounds you like to like... guess how many islands are in the Thousand oh, Islands chain? Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, uh, 2,312. No. Ah, pretty close. Okay. Oh. Yes, I can stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> 1,864. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it uh, the and fa- out of is those... It, is it called the thousand or thousands? Thousand. Oh, that's dumb. Both would be wrong, technically. I think... Uh, I, I, I I justify this in my head as it was probably named... They like discovered a thousand islands, and they're like, "There's, there's no fucking way. There's more. There's a thousand islands." And then the guy looked up and was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" Or they were on the boat, and they were like, "That looks like about a thousand. <laughs> one, two, just right down at the house." <laughs> yeah, we have, we got to get home. Yeah, uh, uh, and out of those, uh, one thousand eight hundred sixty-three are natural. There is one man-made island in the chain, which I thought was cool. Interesting. What's the man-made island? Not sure. <laughs> I love it. Well, didn't expect a follow-up. Um, I got, I got uh, uh, one more. So, all right, I'll give you this, tit, and then tit for tit. and then one more. Uh, the old Tinwald Parliament was the first legislative body in the world, the entire globe, to give women the right to vote in a general election in 1881. Wow, that's awesome! New Zealand always gets the credit. Isle of Man, yeah, beat them. When was New Zealand? Uh, I I always like had that in my mind as the first. Let's see. 
When did women get votes in New Zealand? So many spelling errors. Come on, Google, you can do it. <laughs> they got it in 1893. Suck it. I mean, there were conditions to this one. You had to be uh, unmarried. <laughs> so, like, if you were married, you just had to defer to your husband's vote. <laughs> as soon as someone else could think for you, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't even worry about it. But it's a good, it's a good start. Uh, they were also very early on to introduce universal adult suffrage, which I think basically means women could stand for election. Very cool. Uh, I can't remember the year, but it was like not too long. It was like maybe early 1900s. Uh, despite this, up to 2016, unfortunately, Tinwald has only had 12 female members, despite having mm. over 100 years of adult suffrage, whatever that means. Not great. They're trying, I guess. Be better. They're Be too, better. too busy with crime. That's true. They got a lot of tax stuff going on. A lot of tax stuff. What's your last island fact? Uh, my last island fact is that on uh, one of the islands, there is a fort built by the British in 1779. Sorry, one of which islands? One of the thousands. Oh, islands. sorry. All your island facts are around these particular set of islands. This this set of islands, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, there is a fort built by the British in 1779. Yep. In the War of 1812, yep. three Americans captured it. Like, it took three and, people to capture it. And it's still American. Oh, damn. Could have held on to that one. Yeah, I know. Honestly, you lose all of America and you couldn't hang on to one fort on one island near Canada. Yeah fools yeah uh my last one is the national identity of the isle of man the flag crime (laughs) (laughs) oh you're from the isle of man how's the crime (laughs) so good thank you the national dish crime sausages (laughs) shut up the flag and Uh, the flag the flag and the coat of arms feature what the best way i can describe it is three armored knight legs like plate armored knight legs. Three pairs or three legs? Three individual legs joined in a weird triangle star on a red background. Wow, why? Why? I, I've no, genuinely no idea. It almost looks like uh, the symbol for like an evil communist villain in a video game. Isle of Man flag. <laughs> oh, it's even, it's even goofier than you described it. <laughs> Isn't it silly? And that's their like... That's their symbol. And they're... It's it's so dumb. Yeah. The country motto is... Oh, no. It's Latin, Lloyd. Uh, In a Latin accent, please. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hey! (laughs) (laughs) It is... Hey! Kwakungu Jacaris Stabit. Which... I like that that was like vaguely like Brooklyn. Yeah. Sure. Uh, It uh, roughly translates to... It's so like... Eh... Wherever you throw it, it shall stand. Oh. It's not very, like, uplifting, is it? It's quite defeatist. Yeah. Ah, uh, we're on the aisle. But you I guess know? that is, if you, the three legs, right? Whichever way they fall, they stand up. I'm not saying that it makes sense. I'm just saying the two are connected. And I reckon if you got three armored knight legs, joined them up like that and threw them, they would not stand up. They might fall to either side, but in a 2D world, as on a flag, they might stand up. No. Oh. In a 2D world, sure. But to make that 3D, you need like eight legs. A, a yeah. ball of legs. A, a leg ball. ball. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. 
Oof. Uh, that, uh, that, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Cry. Isle of Man. Crime. I have to Winston. Oh, for Winston this one. Link. No, just in general. Oh, okay. Just the, figured I'd throw it welcome in Welcome to in the, the mid-segment, Winston <laughs> Churchill. It's the best organized special we've ever done. Uh, this was really annoying to research. Um, was this the last thing you did, like, five minutes before the episode? <laughs> correct. Uh, he's, he's, he's very famous, and sometimes he just gets whacked on coins and stamps, like, willy-nilly. So, like, ten pages. I kept having... I was like, Winston Churchill, Isle of Man, minus coin, minus stamp, <laughs> minus stamps, minus coins. Until eventually I found a movie in 2003 oh. called Churchill the hollywood story or something oh and it is so fucking dumb really uh the link is that it was produced uh and partly filmed on the isle of man why oh crime crime and movies crime crime. (laughs) maybe this is a tax write-off uh it has (laughs) definitely it has uh neve campbell and christian slater in it so pretty big names uh-huh. And I've read I try, the blurb, the trailer, none of it makes any sense. In fact, I read two different blurbs and they both say different things. Amazing. Okay, so the first one is something about um, there's a US Marine called Winston Churchill and he's like like Duke Nukem. Like he's <laughs> always carrying a big gun and he's like, ah, oh, fuck the Nazis, man. He's like <laughs> ridiculous it's called Winston Churchill. And when a US movie group arrive in the UK to film a movie, someone's cast a like fat, ugly guy to play Churchill. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to, we want this guy. So they cast Winston Churchill, the US Marine to play Winston Churchill. And then it's, what? there's like clips in the trailer of people interviewing him as Winston Churchill as question like how's the war effort going and he's like I will fucking take it to the Nazis man <laughs> what the fuck and then there's another there's another blurb <laughs> that says that the british government is made up of idiots and traitors and hitler ends up moving into the buckingham palace to marry into the windsor family ah. and a us army officer claims that the prime minister is an actor impersonating <laughs> his father and it's just like none of it makes any sense oh my lord it's 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 chaos would watch yeah the trailer is is an odd experience uh it's potentially that it was produced on the isle of man because as part of my crime research apparently lots of big hollywood production companies are like shell companies that funnel funds through offshore Mm. things and i was like oh didn't know that so maybe they have to like, yeah, yeah. Do at least one scene filmed on the island to like some claim. shit like that, probably. Yeah, that we're not gonna check. No. So if you're on the Isle of Man, t- tell us. Let us let us know. <laughs> I feel like 2003, 2004 was like peak Christian Slater as well, wasn't it? He was like a 90s. Yeah, sounds about right. A list star, and it's weird that he would just be in this movie, which, by the way, is hard to look up. Like, it's not, it's not everywhere. I actually stumbled across it in german and then i was like this sounds promising i'll find it yeah that is a that's got to be your most effort for least reward winston link (laughs) yes (laughs) uh because it's episode 10 it's my birthday and i've had half of a six percent beer and it's nine something a.m you can have full points yes full points Get in. Are you excited to do season six and come up with some other bullshit thing you have to research? <laughs> no, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Shut up. <laughs> uh, what did you learn this week, Lloyd? Uh, straight to the point, I learned that there is no speed limit on the Isle of Man. Straight to the bone to pick. I've got loads of them. Fire away. Blammo. 
bones to pick left, right, and center. A, stop being such a lazy asshole and come up with something more interesting. B, uh, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. I guess so. B, straight to jail, straight to hell. The Isle of Man <laughs> does have speed limits. It does now. Nah. Well, what do you mean? You didn't say previously the Isle of Man had no speed limit. Because you're like, oh, well, they, I've got to use the least words possible so Rob can feel bad. <laughs> they, they implemented some speed limits during COVID for some reason. No, they had them before that. Local areas on the Isle of Man have speed limits. Like, built-up areas have speed limits. It's the, the, like, five kilometers of open road that they don't normally enforce a national speed limit on. Built-up yeah, areas have a speed limit of 30 miles per hour, Lloyd. It's even even the the speed safety. limited areas. It's 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 more of a recommendation. Like people don't actually do it. Anecdotally. Oh man, I don't know. I don't feel good about this one. Don't care. All right, tell me more about <laughs> those four words that you have no more info on. <laughs> more info. <laughs> this is going to be a short segment. <laughs> uh, well, one of the basic you mentioned that it's a. a crown dependency outside the united kingdom uh basically the island's parliament is able to enact its own legislation traffic laws things like speed limits and it also means that they're able able to close the roads for the isle of man tt without having to ask like the the big big brother they can just do it yeah oh i didn't even get to the end of my bones i don't have an answer Whatever the last additionally, one. Additionally, Lloyd, additionally, <laughs> all new drivers on the aisle, so as as aisle, as Manx teenagers get their driver's licenses, they have in they have imposed upon them a personal speed limit of fifty miles per hour for the first full year of driving. But they can get their license a year earlier. Oh, so I guess the speed limit doesn't exist then. <laughs> Piece of shit. Also, also, also there were imposed speed limits during COVID of 40 miles per hour in 2020, later relaxed to 60 miles per hour. Like, they're trying to limit the spread of COVID by, like, stopping... <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. COVID going for a drive around the island? Like, if they... COVID can only go at 39 miles an hour. Yeah, so if COVID <laughs> drives slowly, we can avoid it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand that either. Oh, it's like you're not even trying, Lloyd. The Isle of Man is more speed not limits... Than I've ever seen before, ever. <laughs> uh, I have a speed limit fact. Just moving on from the pick bones. It's right. Isle of Man related. All right. In 2006, uh, they did an official survey about the introduction of blanket speed limits, and almost blankets can't go like, fast anymore either. <laughs> God fucking damn it! <laughs> almost everyone on the Isle of Man was just like, "Nah, nah. thanks, appreciate yeah. it. You can get fucked." Yeah. Crime needs to go fast. <laughs> We're living in a fast-paced world, Tinwald. Look, Rob, to be honest, I if if I had researched this when I sent it to you, mm. I might have come to the conclusion that it was a shit fact mm-hmm. and I could have adjusted. Mm-hmm. As it were, mm-hmm. I researched this one hour ago and did not have time for us to <laughs> adapt. Imagine if you messaged me an hour before while I was still asleep. We can't do this fact. We have to do something different. <laughs> that would have made for a fun... Fun morning. Wouldn't put it past me. But look, it's a shit fact. I've come up with some solid tidbits though. Yeah, I got some. Oh, no, it's all good then. As long as as long as your short, sharp learnings lead to wildly interesting and funny conversation as we scrape the barrel of tidbits, <laughs> uh, then it's okay. I promise to do better next season. Ah, don't worry about it. Wasn't really that Just, worried. Yeah, good. Just let me get angry and we'll move on. 
Um, uh, so no no speed limits. Just still on this because it's <laughs> there's a lot in it. <laughs> Open country roads. You can do whatever speed you want. Yeah. Whatever speed you deem is safe and appropriate. For me, safe and appropriate is at least one hundred and fifty thousand k's an hour. Yeah, top speed. <laughs> you think I can until go the corner? Yeah, Those always. of you who haven't who haven't gone riding with me, as Rob has, will know that love a straight line. Big fan of a straight line, <laughs> and, then, and then I'll go really slowly <laughs> around the corner, and then straight line. Big fan. Straight I'm, line. Big fan. I can't imagine there's a lot of big straight lines on the Isle of Man. Yeah, can't imagine. Given that it's quite small, yeah. apparently it takes sixty minutes to get anywhere to anywhere from anywhere. Not. Not only 60 minutes. <laughs> From minutes. here to the pub down the road. 60 minutes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. What, what have you got? Tell me something else then because... Do you want to hear about uh, the biggest speeding fine ever given? Oh, I feel like I know it, but also yes. Uh, it, millions. That, uh, hundreds of thousands. $290,000. That is a lot given to a Swiss fella hmm. um, because, and in what I think is a very cool move. Uh, so he was doing 137 in an 80. So he's like well over. Kilometers or miles? Kilometers now. Oh yeah, because we're in a normal country, Switzerland. Yep. But but not not like 300 grand over, you know? He's yeah. speeding, but he's not like going insane. Yeah. But Switzerland has a really cool system where the fine is calculated based on the income of the motorist. Yeah, I knew this. Or oh, we've talked about it or I knew it. I'm not sure. Carry on. Which I... Th- I think is awesome because I have met um, one in particular very, very wealthy douchebag <laughs> who used to say that parking fines weren't fines. That's just how much it costs to park there. Oh, what a terrible person. Yeah, right? And I wish they had this income-based system, which would be better. be so good. Because of justice. Mm. I do love a bit of justice. So how much did he have to pay? Cause he, so he's a rich person and he's done 50 or 60 Ks over the limit. Yeah, he's done 57k over and he's paid uh, $290,000, 180,000 pounds. Wow. And he's anonymous. It's that anonymous Swiss motorist. That's a weird name. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, the name is Swiss motorist. Anonymous Swiss motorist. (laughs) Here's my money. (laughs) (laughs) They're German, right? Close enough. Some of, yeah, kind of. They They got all the languages. They do have a bunch in there. Didn't get any Swiss facts. Uh, you want to you tit for tat? Because I didn't actually get that much on this. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I feel like I'm carrying this episode. You are 100% and I apologize for it. That's right. You have to edit it. And also episode <laughs> seven. Uh, I tried to look up weird speed limits around the world. Oh. Because be everywhere has speed, speed limit? limits. Nowhere has no speed limits. And everything you learned is garbage. So uh, Germany. Germany has an autobahn. Like the cows on also, wheels. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> good, good. Oh, Christ. Uh, I saw a few instances of... So there's like the classic ones. There are in a few random places, there are official speed limit signs that say like 19 miles per hour or 31 miles per hour, which is silly and very specific. Very silly. Hate that. There were, <laughs> that would get you so upset. Just automatically do 80,000 Ks now because of it. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, there was a sign in Turkey, I think, that limited, like it had 
pictures are of truck and it limited trucks and buses so many buses load uh to 70 k's an hour nothing on the buses mm. we, we talked about it for turkey way bus oh yeah they got too many buses so many buses that's why they got to limit them <laughs> it would be mayhem if they could all do whatever they wanted mayhem so the billion buses and a few trucks are limited to 70 on this particular road but cars to a wildly specific 82 k's an hour <laughs> I hate that. Why? It's so hard to aim for. Like the Is car it converted shows... from something? Or? No, it's... I don't know. I got, I got a reason, no reason for it. That's awful. Uh, I saw a picture of a 100k per hour speed limit sign on a beach in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Imagine doing 100k's an hour on the sand. Mm, no, I'd be terrified. Mm. Uh, there was a sign in the... It would U- be fun though, actually. Yeah, until you died. Yeah, wouldn't have to worry about it then. Yeah, fair enough. Sweet, sweet abyss. (laughs) (laughs) There was a sign in the UAE that had trucks limited to 80, cars to 120, followed immediately by another sign that said, Attention, max speed, 140 for cars, 80 for trucks. (laughs) Great. Which is so confusing. Apparently, in the United Arab Emirates, they used to signpost... Oh no, in some places they still do. They used to signpost the speed limit, but there was a 20k per hour buffer before you get done by any radar guns or or cameras oh so the initial sign was the official speed limit but you're also not going to get in trouble if you follow the the max speed sign interesting apparently why don't just put the max speed sign up exactly apparently the max speed sign in arabic actually says something like adjusted radar speed which makes a bit more sense even Um. better abu dhabi which is in the uae changed this to post the actual speed limit so it would have changed their sign to 140 but the other emirates within the uae have not so apparently you can cross the border or at one point you could cross the border from dubai into abu dhabi and the sign would change from 120 to 140 but the limit would still be the same at 140 (laughs) that doesn't make any sense yeah real stupid right i have a uh, abu dhabi joke if you want to hear it oh yes (laughs) What is the difference between people in Dubai and people in Abu Dhabi? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I don't know. The people in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> that, that tickled you? <laughs> oh, I, did, I didn't. I thought it was just going to be a pun like Dubai, Abu Dhabi, something in there, but that was... Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's one of my faves. Tickled me right up there. <laughs> Abu Dhabi dude. Right up in your aisle, man. <laughs> oh, you didn't even that's that's the that's the best contribution you've had to this episode. <laughs> I didn't, didn't even research it. <laughs> it's just sitting in the brain. Uh I got I got some some history. Can I finish my speed limits? Oh, I thought you were done. Sorry. I've got loads, man. In Norway. I interrupted you with my joke. It's Continue. fine. No, it was good. It was well worth it. In Norway, they have some silly signs. It's the previous speed limit crossed out with a warning about speed cameras directly below it. Like, it's two signs. One is like, hey, here's the speed limit, and it no longer applies. But also, watch out for radar guns. <laughs> Do they not tell you the new speed limit? No. Nah. So, we have them oh. down south here. Like, the end, end 110 or end 80 zones. Do you remember those? Have you seen those? I don't. No, I don't. We I have some of those. So it doesn't mean you can just do whatever you want. Apparently in Norway, there's some silly system where if the previous speed was 45 or below, 
it's now 50 when there's when the zone ends if it was 50 and above and it's been crossed out it's now 80 like why not uh, just, just why not why not just yeah. post the speed that you want them to drive that's so dumb yeah so we have our own down south and i always thought it meant like it, it tends to be in like rural areas i always thought do whatever it was you like, want yeah just do a billion k's now it doesn't even matter but I checked uh, like Main Roads WA or, or the WA Police or whatever, and it means you should do the default speed for rural areas, which apparently is only 110 anyway. So you oh. can't go super speed. It's basically used where it's expected that because of road conditions, you, like you could never do the limit of 110. But it would be annoying to signpost loads of like, oh, this section should be 60 because of this rough bit, and this next section should be 80 because it's a bit better. And then after that, yeah, should be 110. Okay because it's in rural areas so it's like end 110 do 110 if you can but otherwise be safe you guys interesting no i've never seen them interesting it's also rural hu- enough hugely disappointing yeah explains oh. all the speeding tickets you keep getting <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly in the netherlands see i tend to wrap up with like here's the final one not yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry i'm just frazzled that's all right. Still frazzled, even after all of this, <laughs> all of this comedy. Such content. In the Netherlands, there is a, there is, they have time conditional speed limits. So there's a sign that says 100 between 6 and 19 in 24-hour time, for those that are still yep. stuck in grade 1. Um, so at 8 p.m., what the fuck is the speed? Oh, it doesn't... There's no second option. <laughs> no. Apparently, it's Ugh. a default that everyone knows is 130 Unless there's 130? A, yeah. Unless there's a corresponding sign. So some of them have like 106 to 19 and then like 120, 19 to 6. Um, but if it just says 6 to 19, you can go 130 after. Interesting. Yeah. Overly complicated again. Yeah, just like post the sign, you guys. Yeah. I'm done. You're free to go. All right, great. I'll see you. Uh, talk to you later then. Damn it, Lloyd. Uh... Do you want to guess the speed and the year for the first numeric speed limit for automobiles? The speed and the year for the first numeric speed limit. Were there alpha speed limits before? I don't know why I specified that. Just felt important to copy it. Uh, Yeah, I reckon it was five. Before that, it was like, go go slowish here, please. Ooh, watch out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big sign, though. They were like, oh, this seems impractical. Uh, five miles per hour, eighteen ninety three. That's a pretty solid guess. It's ten miles an hour, mm. eighteen sixty one. Oh, okay, bit earlier than I expected. With yeah. zero thought. <laughs> uh, and I also have um, the earliest speed regulation that I could find. Found, find, found, found. Uh, what do you mean by regulation, uh, as opposed to the sign, as in like law to give you fines if you do it wrong? Uh, yeah, it's not a speed limit in the numeric sense which i guess oh, it's an alpha speed limit <laughs> perhaps why they said numeric here i'll yep. just tell you what it is in 1652 the american colony of new amsterdam issued a law stating that wagons and carts could not be rode or driven at a gallop or you mm. would be fined two pounds oh my goodness about 150 bucks whoa if you galloped your wagon or horse what if you were escaping bandits then I know, yeah, I don't know. That's a good. That's a great question, Rob. If I'm being chased in today's world by modern bandits, I gallop. Could I still get done for speeding. Oh uh, no, you'd have. Oh, 
Sure. So if they, if you you're get getting done chased and you're like, by someone with a gun, it's a drive-by, but you're also driving, so it's the drive-drive-by. Um, and I've and you, put my foot down to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. you go through a, a a radar gun, and you get clocked yeah. at you know forty k's over the limit. Do you also yeah. lose your license? Yeah, that's a really good question. Surely not. But like, if you can prove, like, if they if they're like, actually, we did just arrest a guy with a gun, like, two streets away. I reckon you maybe. would lose your license. As the escape. No, like you specifically. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. Straight to jail. <laughs> just walking down the street. Uh, giggles. Yeah. I got nothing else. That's not true. I got a few more Isle of Man facts that I I kept out from before. Should we just should we just do them? Uh yeah, I got some some MotoGP facts. I guess but there's no rhyme nor reason. So N- none of this ever has any of that. No. Uh. You said the speed record for the Isle of Man TT was something quick, right? 217 was the average, average speed. I got... Okay, I read it as 211. Yeah, that's what I had. It got broken in oh. 2018. Yeah, cool. Yeah. No, the one I have is from 2018. Because they have records... No, it got broken in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they got the list of records, right? And that's... The 2018 one is on the BMW. I yeah, think it by... got broken this year. Oh, really? No, this year hasn't yeah. hasn't started yet, Lloyd. Well, the, whatever, the of... whatever, 2022, whatever the, <laughs> whatever the, what day is it? Saturday. The sun, for you, it's Saturday. It's the prestigious yeah. Rob's birthday eve. I think it's just, <laughs> I think it's just been broken. <laughs> oh, hectic. And by just, you mean last year. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's pretty recent in terms of a 111-year-old race. Or 116-year-old race, depending oh, on what shoot. you believe. Yeah, no, I, I fucked up. You're right. No, it was in 2018. 217.9 k's an hour. Fuck, man. I don't know what's going on. So, same guy sets the lap record. Uh, he also set a course record. So, his average speed for the best lap. So, he did one lap in 16 minutes, 42 seconds at 217.9 k's an hour average speed, which is ridiculous. His whole race average speed was 211.9, which is also ridiculous. Oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That makes more sense. So he completed the 30... Was it... What did he say? 37 and three quarter mile course yeah. in one hour, 43 minutes and eight seconds. That's... That's... Insane. Zoom, zoom. And that's when I said before, um, that speed that he did in that year made the Isle of Man TT the fastest road racing track in the world. Road race is important thing. Not say. bikes, anything. No, fuck off. The fastest, like, moto bike oh, okay. road the race, Jeep, as opposed Jeep, to a track yeah, yeah. race. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, it apparently ousted the Ulster Grand Prix, which was previously the fastest road track. Uh, have you? Did you I see any clips? Never heard of it. Yeah, Ulster, I don't know, it's an island somewhere, right? Did you see any clips of, uh, like, racing footage from the Isle of Man? It's... It's it's terrifying, it's insane, sickening. stupid. Yeah, yeah. They're, they have like some on bike footage. Uh, I guess they have like a little GoPro in the the dash, and like, huh, so fast, it's, so narrow, ridiculous. I tried to look up if any spectators have ever been killed, and I don't think any ever oh, have. Yeah, they have. Oh, they have. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on. Because lo- watching it, you're like, surely there's some idiot that's like tripped onto the track. Stand by. Standing by. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, there was a list of Isle of Man tea. There's a whole wiki page for Isle of Tea. Isle of Tea. <laughs> <laughs> that would dissolve immediately. The ocean would become brown. Uh, the Isle of Man tea tea fatalities. There's a list of it on wiki. And I got to the bottom. I, I just looked through all of the race. But at the bottom, there's other fatalities. There's a section called oh. Other Deaths. And there's race officials. So, uh, and there is a difference between, uh, maybe not civilians, but race officials. So some people that I guess have to like be on dangerous corners to watch. Sure. Yeah. I think have been hit. So like two, uh, where's it gone? Five marshals, one in competition and one in non, two in competition and three in non-competition. No idea what that means. Yeah. No idea. Just to- they were just out in the Isle of Man for a holiday. <laughs> yeah. During oh, non-competition sure. time. Or maybe it's like during practice and qualifying and stuff. Mm, yeah. you can still go sense. fast and have accidents there. So five race officials have died um, over the year. And apparently two people have died during parade laps. Oh. That's how dangerous this, this thing is. crazy. In yeah, 98 and 2003. And then three people have died in unofficial competition testing. Oh, spectators. Spectators have died as well. Oh, good. Good. Glad Two spectators it. have died during the race. Someone from Australia, Gregory Kenzig. Oh, sorry, Greg. And uh, four in non-competition, which I assume is practice and stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, they might just be genuine road accidents that happened around the time of the TT. <laughs> oh, so just people driving to the pub possibly (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh it's not funny it's sad rub it's very sad rub sad rub uh and then the top speed top speed not not average lap speed or anything the top speed that i read somewhere there are a few competing numbers but i think this one sounds the most official guess what the top speed which i assume is you know down one of the long straights that someone hit has hit uh just gonna guess around 300 pretty close 206 miles per hour which is 331 k's an hour set set in practice in one of the recent ish years so fast that's insane and and i'll to put that in perspective one of my facts is the top speed of a moto gp bike is 340 kilometers an hour so they're, they're pushing these bikes to their limit on this track that's crazy did you see any of the footage of the sidecar racing? No, I've only ever seen the the superbike ones. I haven't seen any of the other ones. Oh, the sidecars like they're like superbike sidecars. They're all streamlined and shit. And when they go, like the person in the sidecar is not just enjoying the ride. They're like leaning. They're like stand up and lean like all the way over the bike to help get around corners and stuff. Oh, cool! Almost looks, like uh, like sailing. Yeah, it looks very intense. Cool. Uh, that's that's it. That's that's everything. What else you got? Um, I, I just, I, I don't remember the websites, but when I was looking up like Valentino Rossi facts and whether he's ever raced in Isle of Man, yeah. he's done, officially he's done one exhibition lap. One uh, lap. He's, he said he fell in love with the track. It was, it's like, cause it's so beautiful, but yeah. he would never ever race it. And then like a bunch of websites are just like, oh yeah, Valentino Rossi was there in 2004, had a great time. And then I go to the <laughs> TT website, no information. One website literally was like, uh, the only race that has eluded him is the Isle of Man, which he's raced in four times. And then literally the next paragraph says, yet to appear in the Isle of Man TT. So like, come on, journalists, fucking get it together. I think you've used the word journalists quite loosely there. 
Very, very loosely. <laughs> uh, I've got some, some facts about the bikes, their, their speediness. As I mentioned, their top speed is 340 kilometers an hour. That's very, 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 very fast for like sitting on something, not to be enclosed <laughs> yeah. in anything. Yes. It's Would you like to throw out a guess at its not to 100 time? Like 0.8 seconds. Point eight seconds. No, that seems a bit silly. One point two. Uh, no, it's two point five. Still very quick. It's I, very quick. It's, I it's, got a bit ahead of myself. <laughs> it, it's not far off a Formula One car. Yeah, speedy. I um, thought it would be quicker. No. Oh, there you go. Then that's about it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get get another fact up to put next to this fact. Um, well, let me tell you something not related to bikes. The Isle of Man yeah. is also weirdly famous for the Manx cat. Oh. It's a specific breed of cat, domestic cat, that has... It's a regular cat, but it basically has no tail. <laughs> and on the island, they were is often... Is it like a little rabbit rabbit tuft? A little stub? Yeah, they got like a little stub. They were often called, like, colloquial, colloquially, they were often called stubborn or rumpy. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. I want to Google one. Manx cat. No, Lloyd, you'll lose where you're at on this webpage. Do it. <laughs> Focus. Um, okay, Rob, I gave you the not to 100 time. The not to 300 time Oh, is a mind-boggling Six nine seconds. seconds. Nine seconds. And to put that in perspective, it is the same time as a not to 100 in a Jaguar XJ V6, a Range Rover Sport, a Mercedes 450 SL V8, or a Volkswagen uh, VW GTA. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, there are two road bikes that are slightly quicker, not to 100, both by Suzuki. Mm-hmm. It's 2.37 and 2.4, but apparently uh, they're like insanely unwieldy and heavy. Yeah, And gross. these MotoGP bikes are just like, they go around corners at essentially the same speed. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if I No, could. I wouldn't. It takes you know, so I'm, much practice to be like confident to. I'm a straight line guy. Yeah, it's like those pictures of them where like they're like leaning so far over that they're basically touching the ground. I'm like, how have you not just literally fallen over? Oh, I used to work with a guy who would ride his bike home, and like riding home from work would do like knee to ground corners. Really? Like, I get it if you're having fun, man, but that seems scary. Yeah. yeah. I sent. I maybe I sent it to you. Actually, I can't send it to you because. Yep. We have the same Instagram account. Yep. I sent it to my brother and it was uh, like footage of just a guy riding his bike and the caption was, why don't you do wheelies on your bike? And then it cuts to Sylvester Stallone from Rocky. And he's like, because I'm afraid, man. Is that what he wanted me to say? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. Yeah. I think the last, uh, yeah, the last thing that I have is that the Isle of Man has some fancy, fancy boy native sheep. Oh, fancy sheep. Yeah, they're called the Manx Loachtan. L-O-A-G-H-T-A-N. And it's basically a Satan sheep, Lloyd. I thought it was fancy. It has four horns sticking out of its head at funky angles. Holy shit. It's quite scary. Right? It looks like a devil sheep. And some of them, like mostly four horns, some of them have six horns. Like if I broke into... No, I wouldn't break in. If I somehow find myself <laughs> in a satanic cult or someone's house who worships satanic things, I wouldn't be surprised to find this sheep's head on its wall. 
Yeah. Or like this would be what they'd serve for dinner. Welcome to our satanic cult. Dinner is the devil sheep. <laughs> oh, there's one that's all black. Oh, creepy. Uh, but they were super endangered. In the 50s, there were 43 of these devil sheep left. Because probably everyone was like, holy shit, kill them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now they're preserved and they have a healthy commercial breeding population um, of like, I think there's like 1,500 breeding females, which is not a lot, but it's also a small island, so... Yeah, that's a lot more than they had. Yeah, so, I mean, good job. Conservation and such. Satan sheep. There it is. Yeah. Good, good spiky horns. Yeah. Uh, I reckon that about wraps up. I just read that Gimli is from the Isle of Man. He's a Manx resident. Oh, no way. Yeah, the actor John Rhys-Davies. Oh, very cool. And so, weirdly enough, given his Lord of the Rings fame... Uh, he is voiced over and provided publicity services to various businesses on the island, including dressing up as a pirate and doing the safety video on the ferry from the mainland UK. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it's almost worth ferrying the bikes over there to ride there just to see that video. Uh, so good. That's it. That's does, it. Uh, does, does, does Forgy, our friend, mutual friend Forgy, watch, listen to us? Seems, un- seems unlikely. <laughs> just, I know he's a big Lord of the Rings guy. He might have got a kick out of that. Yeah, he's enormous. fucking hell I've literally been friends with you for decades and I will never ever learn my lesson about using that phrase and I will never ever stop doing that no I don't think you ever will ever ever Uh, that's 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 the conclusion of Giggle Mugs season 5 slash 2 episode 10 the 50th episode of our business partner adventure podcast show and my birthday and the most poorly researched low effort that Lloyd's ever put into this venture. I had a good time. I had fun, yeah. As long as we had fun, I and guess. Isn't I that for my frazzled nature. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. If you could pay us, that'd be nice. But fun's good, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Income. <laughs> if we would... have fun, dzz, that would be great. <laughs> hey! Uh, that's enough, uh, hey? Happy birthday, Rob. Thanks. And... Happy birthday to Alan Rickman in three months ago. <laughs> Bullshit. And uh, happy... Everyone enjoy your Isle of Man bank holiday senior TT race day in a very irresponsible and incredibly fast manner. Maybe I'll watch it this year. How do you watch it? I don't know. Uh, TV somewhere. I, I, yeah, you expect it's on a channel at some point? Yeah. It would be... Won't. I mean, would you see eight people die? <laughs> yeah, I guess. they must. Maybe it's on a delay. Yeah, so they can edit it. And they that. just, like, cut to it. <laughs> uh, rough. Yeah. All right, well, fuck, get the fuck out of here, I guess. Yeah, we'll see you for the next one whenever. Uh, just whatever. Send us the things, do the stuff. Uh, what's the word you say at the end? Nah, it's in the recording, so we can just get out of here. Get out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Send your complaints and any questions you have for Sean to gigglemugspodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at gigglemugspod. So drop us a follow and interact with us there. And if you want to listen to the whole back catalogue, including the previous Unintelligent Chat Show episodes, you can find us on all good streaming platforms where podcasts be. We would appreciate if you could uh, you know, share us around and leave us a review. That would help us out. And cheerio. Cheerio. I didn't like that. And cheerio. I hated that too. Maybe I just don't like the way I sound. It's got to be something good.